you're about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshima, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. I'm starting a new series just for the rest of this month and I, I want you to pick up pick the topic you want uh, and, 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 and my message over the next few weeks is create your own atmosphere and I, I, I target climate change create your own atmosphere God has given me this message over the last four weeks create your own atmosphere Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. I'm just going to give an introduction today and then next week we will start going into the main, into some things that you need to do. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. He says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Our struggle, Katobohosha, is not against flesh and blood. Contending only with physical opponents. But against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness. Against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly supernatural places. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Listen to me. Places have what I call distinct atmospheres. How many of you know that there's a difference between the atmosphere you get in a five-star restaurant, probably if you go to like a Casa Mayfair, or you go to Noble, or you go to one of those Michelin top-rate hotels, uh, and you go to a McDonald's. The difference is the atmosphere. Sorry guys, I just have to be honest. There's a difference between what you see, the atmosphere you see at a football stadium and a hospital. You know you could actually build a hospital in a previous football stadium and the atmosphere changes immediately you put hospital on top. There's a difference between living in a slum and living in an urban area. I wanted to use some examples, but I just felt I may offend some people. But, but, but there's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference because it's not only the location, it's the atmosphere. Most of us have experienced the, the uncomfortableness that comes from walking into a room and, and feeling the atmosphere full of tension, has some undertones of strife and distrust, something that makes you feel awkward. You, you, you will sometimes hear people, when they walk into a place, mention things like, the tension is so thick in this place, you could cut it with a knife. Or, or this place it has a great aura about it. There's a lot of positive energy flowing in this place. Uh, 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 have you ever been into a family reunion where two people have an issue with each other and, and they haven't said anything 
but the atmosphere is so tense. No, 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 no words have been said, but you can feel the tension. Men, 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 have you ever been at home and you know clearly you shouldn't really go into the kitchen? Right now. You, you, you know clearly that the atmosphere is not conducive for your words or for your well-being. You, you, you just walk into the house and something tells you before you even see your wife or your husband, don't walk into the kitchen. And from the door you say, hi babe, how are you? And you just hear, hmm. Immediately something is telling you, don't push your lock. Uh, no words have been said, but there's an atmosphere. <laughs> Has the wife ever come back from work and you walk into the house and you see your husband and you say hello to him and and you immediately know there's an atmosphere and you've been coming from work with a burning question to ask him. If you're, except you're senseless, which some people sometimes fall into, it's best not to ask questions at that particular time because there's an atmosphere. Let me even go further. Have you ever seen your husband watching football? His team had just lost and you walk into the city room and you just walk back out. They haven't paid him. He hasn't received no pay from that football team. But suddenly the entire atmosphere of the home has changed because his mood has changed because his team has lost. It is in that point that you decide to walk in and the only word that comes out of your mouth that sometimes is really stupid is, but it's just a game. Hey, one man threw his wife out in Brazil from the fifth story because of that word. Because they didn't sense the atmosphere. Listen to me, I'm going somewhere. We live in two atmospheres. One is the physical atmosphere which is called cosmos. The, the, the atmosphere, the things that we can see, the things that we can feel, the things that we can touch, the things that we can taste. The other is the spiritual atmosphere. We cannot see it with the natural eye or experience it with the rest of our natural senses. But it is very real. And it is vital that we understand more about it than our physical realm. Please permit me to, permit me to say this, that COVID-19 is not physical. You can't actually see it. You can't touch it with the naked eye. You can't see it with the naked eye. But to deny its, its existence is to your own peril. And as small as that organism is that we can't see it it has caused untold havoc and, devast and devastation in the lives of many all around the world but yet we can't see it and I need to say this especially for the young ones listen to me my homies my G's in the house many of us are operating from a cosmos physical atmosphere and we are struggling the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, if you can help me put it back up again, in the book of Ephesians uh, chapter 6, he says, for our struggle. Did you see that? Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. 
And I know that most of these messages may be popular in like America or Brazil or some of these uh, places which are developing but in the United Kingdom, sometimes in the United States because we have access to amenities that we think can help us like health amenities, like uh, protection, like the police, like, like, like finances, like stuff. We kind of deny that there are spiritual forces that are attacking people and you can't see it physically. And we kind of live a very uh, laxidaisical, very nonchalant life and we are oblivious to the forces of darkness that is fighting and mitigating against your progress. Many people have failed to understand that the atmosphere that they generate around their life, their home and their careers determine the success and the peace and the joy that they experience. Listen to me guys, we're going on a journey. Because listen, many people fight a location. So when the location is not good, they move. Many people fight a location, church sometimes. And when something happens in church that doesn't really fit with them, they move because they feel it is the pastor or the assistant or it is somebody in church that doesn't like you. So you move from that location because you no more feel it, but you do not recognize that it is not that person. It is an atmosphere that the devil is fighting against you to shortchange your season of greatness. You don't recognize it. Jesus even looked at Peter and he didn't discard Peter. He says, get thee behind me, Satan. But when he came back, when Peter denied him and he came back after, uh, after, after he died, he says, go and call Peter. This is where many of us say we are Christians but we discard people. We just discard people because they made a mistake. Maybe they made an innocent comment. Maybe they even joked with you. And bam, that fellowship has ended. And unbeknown to the person who has said it, they really didn't know that they have offended you. And you've created an atmosphere, a gap, between who God may actually use to bless you, and you've truncated that thing because immediately an atmosphere of negativity was created in you just by a flimsy or a comment that the person made. Many people have left church because pastor made a comment. Many people don't even talk to him because pastor made a comment. Pastor made a joke. Your friends, you suddenly uh, 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 say to them, beware of that person because that person doesn't like you because did you see their comment? And then we start to perpetuate and we start to, to throw gossips all around and, and, and create a negative atmosphere because of what that person said innocently, jokingly or maybe stupidly. But because there's a lack of forgiveness in our life, bam, we shut that person off. Do you know that David would never have been king if there wasn't a Jonathan? If David was running from Jonathan because of his father, he would never have been king. And so what we do is we just fight in the flesh. We ignore people in the flesh. We wouldn't even go to get advice from the person because we're fighting a location without recognizing that the battle is not in a location but the fight is for the atmosphere of the location. When I go and bless houses, when people buy houses and I walk into the place, there are three atmospheres I, 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 I address. I, I, I address the atmosphere of the land where that house was built in 
I adjust the atmosphere of the neighbors that are around them. And then I adjust the atmosphere of the house. <laughs> it's not just to bless the house. You've got to recognize that before you moved into that place, that house may have been used for something you don't know. You don't realize that there may be a spirit of disobedience around the atmosphere in that location. Before we walked into worship tabernacle in this place, they actually said that they will break into the church every single time. They actually said that this place is a really bad area. They, they said that there were gangs in different places of this, and there were serious gangs, and we knew. And what did we do for one year? Every first Friday of the month, a few guys, just men, would gather together and would pray from 11 o'clock all the way to 1 or 2 or 2 in the morning consistently praying just declaring over the atmosphere we're living in a built up area we're living uh, people are living on top of the church people are living by the side of the church but God has given us favor why? because we speak into the atmosphere and not fight the location Ah, most of you don't understand this and that's the reason why, 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 why God has given us favor in this place. Because we speak into the spirit that may be operating around the area and not fighting the people in the area. When they spoke about parking, when they spoke about noise, when we didn't fight them. We just went on our knees and spoke to a spirit that may want to come against the advancement of the kingdom of God. You got to listen to me this morning. Elimelech and Naomi, they moved from Bethlehem, Judah, without recognizing that it was a spiritual atmosphere that they needed to address, not a physical location. So when they moved from Bethlehem, Judah, and they went into the land of Moab, the atmosphere in the land of Moab was death. Moab, if you trace it back, only connotes iniquity and death. And as soon as they stepped into the land of Moab they thought that the land was prosperous but although the land was prosperous the atmosphere was was rigged with death and one after the other they started to die and then she heard that God has visited them in Bethlehem Judah because the word Bethlehem Judah means a place and the house of bread and you cannot do anything against an atmosphere Oh God. Daniel chapter 10. Let's go to Daniel chapter 10. So, 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 so that we can, we, can, we can speak about this. Because many of you, the battleground for the enemy is not in the physical location, but is in the spiritual and mental location. He says, then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day, you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God. Your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. Fantastic. But, whenever you see a but, that means whatever has come before that, there's an issue. It says, but, for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. So there was a physical prince and king of Persia. That couldn't block that prayer. But there was a spirit that was ruling the physical. Ah, he says, and that spirit that rules the physical blocked my way. He says, then Michael, one of the archangels, <laughs> meaning there are sometimes 
You have to get a concentration of force. You have to get other people on board that may have to pray along with you to bombard yourself through a situation. He says that Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. Many of you that are seeking help in the wrong place, you have no idea that what you're fighting with is not a physical location. It's not a physical thing. And many of us will start to get mentors from different places. We discount the spiritual mentor that probably have brought you to where you are going and may take you to where you are going. And then we start to say, oh, I want to follow this person. I feel that I'm attached to this person. I feel this person has what I want. You have no understanding of the spiritual atmosphere that is upon that person. Because as I said, it may look good for a while. Likewise, that goes to the lady I was speaking about. That initially, you, 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 you go online. Initially, you meet the guy. Initially, everything is fine, but you don't know the spiritual atmosphere that person is operating under he says then Michael the archangel came to help me and I left him there with the spirit listen to me with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia I left him there he had to leave the angel to fight that battle who are we really fighting I hope this blesses someone this morning. We are wrestling the enemy's special forces. I don't have time because I don't want to, do, to bore you about the grades in the spiritual realm. Because when you, when you go back to the book of, book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, let's go back to that book. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing somebody. Oh, here. He says, we struggle not against flesh and blood. But, did you see that? So, there are rulers. There are powers. There are world forces and there are spiritual forces of wickedness. Have you seen how many you need to deal with? And here you are, they say, wake up on 5, 6 a.m. in the morning and I'm too tired. You have no idea the forces that you're fighting against. We are wrestling the enemy's special forces assigned to derail destiny. The devil wants to put you in a stranglehold to choke the life out of you. All that the devil wants to do, and although it is illegal, because if you ever watch wrestling and you put a stranglehold on someone, although it is illegal, the devil still wants to use it. That's why Jesus says, I have come to give you life, because the devil has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And you're still sleeping after 6 a.m. in the morning. You, you roll out of, out of your bed at 11.02 on a Sunday morning. You have no idea the things that are occurring in your life. The things that are occurring in your husband's life, your wife's life, your father's life. You have no idea that we're not fighting a, a cup of tea. We're not fighting bread. We're not fighting a baguette. We're not fighting a fry, a fry up early in the morning. Some of you are you're frying a plantain, you're frying uh, a burger, you're frying a uh, no, no burger, you can't fry burgers, your sausage and all that. Instead of frying up your life, because the devil is frying you, he's put you on the hot pan. He's in the atmosphere, he's already put you inside a frying pan. And you have no idea that the time you're supposed to be fasting is the time... You're eating. 
Hey, pastor, we are under grace. Don't, don't, don't deceive yourself, man. Because even Jesus fought, fought principalities and powers of darkness. And grace gives you the power to be able to address things that may want to address you or undress you. You think the devil has gone to sleep because grace abounds? <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 to 5. Listen to what it says. For the weapons, these are New Testament, these are not Old Testament. I'm, I'm, I'm a New Testament preacher. He says, for the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. That shouting, you forget it, it's not going to work. That screaming is not going to work. That makeup is not going to work. Those shoes are not going to work. Listen, he says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God. The reason why you haven't got that house is because there's an atmosphere you need to break through. He says they're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. God said, to, 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 to Abigail, who shared the testimony, you will have an outstanding. Yeah. She didn't sit down and say, hey, 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 I have an outstanding. Yeah. Hey, I have an outstanding. I have an outstanding. Yeah. I have. You're dancing. What are you doing? It means you've got to play it through. You've got to change the atmosphere from non standing to outstanding. Ha. You have no idea what we're talking about. You've got to. Garnish your spirit. You got to fight through. And you think you have the autonomy to write out 2020. For what? He says it's the year of I am. That's why he's not doing what you think he should do. Your five year plan stopped in March. It marched out when March walked in. Because it's the year of I am. It's an atmosphere. Ah, this is only going to be introduction. Let me sit on this alone. You impact. Listen to me, husband. Listen to me, dude. Listen to me, buff, buff, buff. Listen to me, you lazy boy. Listen to me. You impact your spirit by the atmosphere you choose. Listen to me, girl. Listen to me, darling. Listen to me. Come close, come close, come close. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Let me see this again. You impact your atmosphere. You, you hear me? You impact your atmosphere by the choice that you make. You are going to change your atmosphere that is roaming over your life by the choice you make. Listen to me, come further, come, come, come closer, come closer. This, this, this. Have you noticed that if your mind, this, this comes into relationships, two things happen. If you're in a relationship and the relationship broke down and you leave the relationship, but your mind is still on the relationship, you're still chasing the girl or the guy, you're still looking at their WhatsApp and their Facebook, do you know that although he hasn't or she hasn't said anything to you, your atmosphere is already sad. And what you don't realize is that nobody can ever come to you to ask you out because it is not what is on the physical that is emanating something from you. It is the atmosphere you're creating around yourself. 
I know about a lady in the previous, previous church I was in. She, 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 had, she was fixated on this guy. And this guy didn't have anything to do with her. When other people were going to go, other people said no, because she's fixated on this guy. She built so much in atmosphere around her that at 50 today, she's still not married. Everything has to do with atmosphere. Keep fighting. You will soon understand that this thing is not by power or by might. It is by atmosphere. If you have not heard any good message this year, this is one. The atmosphere you're creating is dictating your life. The choices that you make are impacting your spirit. The choice you make with the places you go impacts the way you get tempted into sin. Be careful with the places you enter because the atmosphere there may get you into sin. Do you know there are some films you watch you are not physically an actor in the film but you will act out the film because the film has created an atmosphere. You watch a film that is sad. You watch a film that, 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 that speaks about some boy, some girl leaving broken marriage and all that one man cheating and all that kind of stuff. There's this, there's this thing I used to watch. Uh, the affair. Mm-hmm. You, you're fixated on watching the affair. I have nothing against it. Sooner or later, you have an affair. In fact, I found out that the pers- some of the people in that film actually now had an affair. Had four children. Had an affair. Four children. The same actor. Four children. An affair. Because most of the time, while we're saying things are innocent, the devil makes it look innocent to be able to destroy the gullible. There's some music you will hear before you know anything. You're sleeping around. Because there's an atmosphere. There are houses you go and by the time you leave the place you will feel filthy. There are conversations you get into and before you know anything it will change the trajectory of your life because it is not what was said. It was the atmosphere that was created. Oh God. Oh God. The atmosphere of holiness the atmosphere of purity, the atmosphere of praise, the atmosphere of prayer, the atmosphere of love and unity attracts the Holy Spirit just as an atmosphere of lust, drunkenness, anger and hatred attracts demonic spirits. I said it, demonic spirits. The atmosphere or the climate we are creating in our homes. I'm going to stop here. The atmosphere or the climate we are creating in our home is leaving a negative impact on our children and family, which money and education will not be able to heal. Stop spending that money. Many people want your pastor to deal with the atmosphere you created. The child is not listening to you anymore because you created that atmosphere. The child is not doing well in school because you created that atmosphere. And the more money you throw at it, 
the deeper the problem becomes. Because children don't respond to gifts as much as to the climate of the home. Pastor, you're talking Alan's nonsense. Let me bring reality. A UK and international research conducted over several decades through observation in the home, long-term follow-up work and experimental studies suggest that from as young as six months, listen to me, as long as, as, young as six months, children exposed to conflict may have increased heart rates and stress and hormone responses. Let me read further on. Infant, children, and adolescents can show signs of disrupted early brain development, sleep disturbance, anxiety, depression, conduct disorder, and other serious problems as a result of living, listen to me, living with severe or chronic interparental conflicts at home that really leaves and affects children long-term mental and health development and you're telling me that they understand you are arguing and shouting at each other you do not understand that you're leaving a legacy in the mind of your children no wonder some of them are growing up and they're mentally disturbed and depressed listen to me let me give you further on the problem doesn't end there not only are children affected in their own lives but research shows that bad relationships can pass from one generation to the next we need to deal with the atmosphere of our homes it is a cycle that needs to be broken if we want positive and happy lives for today's generation of children and the next generation of parents and family because when you introduce a death sentence by the atmosphere that you created for your children generations after that will do worse than you did atmosphere listen to me is something we're all affected by many may not know exactly how to describe it but we recognize it whatever the atmosphere your life is being affected by it. We are all affected by the atmosphere we create. You've got to be ready for a climate change. You are living. Come on, young ones. Listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. Because what you're dealing with is an atmosphere. Black Lives Matter is an atmosphere. The things you're contending with is an atmosphere. Racism is an atmosphere. All these issues that we're dealing with is an atmosphere. And most of the time, if we don't get the atmosphere of our lives right, we can't deal with the atmosphere that is around us. We are living in a combat zone, guys. One in which there are many casualties. Many people are in A&E, in the spiritual world. Many of us are oblivious to the reality of this war. We have an enemy who is bent on destruction. He wants to still kill and destroy. He not only opposes God, but he opposes everything that is aligned with him. That's why you keep saying to yourself, I can't leave him. 
I can't leave her. I love them because the devil will oppose anything that is aligned with God. And in this series of meetings, in this series of messages, we're going to look at what I call a climate change. Several atmospheres that are vital to your personal growth. Things that you need to understand and implement in your life that will advance the kingdom of God in your life. That will bring us to part two next week. So this is like a cliffhanger. Asking you to come back next week. Coming soon. We call it the five different climate changes in our life. So pastor, what have you been shouting of since morning? I'm saying to you that the things that you're dealing with is the atmosphere and the climate you're creating around yourself. Don't leave your children to suffer because of interparental conflicts. Don't leave your life to suffer because of what has happened in your past life. You've got to learn to create an atmosphere around you. And one of the things, Jesus, one of the things that we do as pastors is Wednesdays... (sighs) One of the most difficult things that we've had to encounter during this period is trying to give everything within us to you. Wednesdays are not easy. To wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, sometimes before that, prepare yourself, make sure the lightings are right, make sure you have your laptop, your iPad, your, your, your phone, your Instagram, trying to beam it to different... It's not... You, you need to come to my house. It's not easy. Wednesday, sometimes we have two, two, two days. Sometimes I feel a spirit of worship. I have to practice the songs or something like that. So all these things, it's not because we want to do it to get more people on. That's not the point. I'm not competing against anything. You walked into worship tabernacle because of an atmosphere. The first time you stepped into worship tabernacle and you came back was, I feel something different here. But that atmosphere is not created by power. It's not created by buying stuff. It's created by a spirit. And every Wednesday and every morning and every evening and every sometimes Fridays and every time we, we call a meeting on Sundays, it's not because it's, many people talk it's church, it's church, it's church, church. The pastors want money. You, you, you're killing yourself by what you're saying from your mouth. Your life changed because of the atmosphere of the church you came into. Many of you would never have bought the properties we bought if it wasn't the atmosphere God has created in this place. Nobody's taking the glory, neither am I. But I'm saying if you were in the wrong place, you would have followed a wrong teaching. My spiritual daughter once said to me, they were in the meeting with, with, with other people, and they were talking about marriage and money and all that. They were saying some certain things. And she just looked at her brother and said, you know, we've been taught well. It's an atmosphere. Oh, I said, I said we're in Goshen. And in Goshen, we will acquire properties to the glory of God over the last four weeks or five weeks. People have just been sending me testimony. 15 people that we have counted. We don't know about the rest. Well, said, 15 have bought their properties. It's an atmosphere. We've spoken it into the atmosphere. Bought their own properties. Pastor, why are you talking about properties? Because the land is important. We're not, we don't want you to spend money frivolously. We don't want you to acquire shoes and cars that have no benefit. We're teaching you that whatever God gave you, bam, use it for his glory. 
It's all about an atmosphere. Change your atmosphere. Depression will not bring you glory. Please change your atmosphere. Do I mean depression is not real? It's real, but you need help. You go to change your atmosphere because it's not only affecting you, it's affecting your children. If you speak divorce, divorce will come. If you keep taking off your ring and throwing it on the ground, sooner or later that ring will be off permanently. It's an atmosphere. And so follow me over the next few weeks and let's talk about how we can do what is called a climate change before we burn out our lives under something that is not God. And before I close, the greatest atmosphere you can ever find and create in yourself is by accepting the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior and, and locking into him. Not lock down, lock into him. Lock into Jesus. Stay with him. No matter the situation or circumstances, he is more than that. Stop running after this. Stop going to every party. Stop going to every club. And of course, they're shut down. Don't you see that your life is a lot better now? Stop running after all of these places. Because when you walk into a wrong atmosphere, it has dropped into your spirit. Receive Jesus. Stay with Jesus. It's not a religion. It's a lifestyle. And sooner or later, things will start to change in your life. Bow your heads. Let's pray. Father, thank you for speaking to your people. Through testimonies, through prayer, something that happened today is beyond my wildest dreams. But I ask God that the spirit of greatness, worship and praise, the spirit of courage, an atmosphere change, a climate change will occur in the life of your people. If you're online and you've never made Jesus your personal Lord and Savior, why don't you say to him, say after me, say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I give you my life today. I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive me of all my sins. Today, I will follow you to live in your atmosphere. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Someone says, Amen. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.